Thanks for listening to the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry, here to help educate, motivate, and put you on the right path to take control of your health through weekly discussions on topics in the medical field, public health arena, and in your community. And now your host, Dr. Barry. And welcome to another episode of the Lunch and Learn with Dr. Barry. I'm your host, Dr. Barry Pierre, CEO and founder of Pierre Medical Consulting, helping you empower yourself for better health. What's the number one podcast for patient advocacy, affirmation, and education? This week's episode comes fresh off the heels of the 2022 Autism and Black Conference, which was absolutely phenomenal. If you missed it, again, you, you, like the replays will be available. That's all I can say. It was just an amazing and emotional experience. And really, more importantly, it was such a safe space uh, for the Black autistic community. I was ecstatic to be a part of it. More importantly, to discuss my again, my role as a black father raising autistic children as, as well as a husband of an autistic spouse and like what that has led me to uh, get to, especially at this point uh, of my life and my career. So it was just, just phenomenal um, to hear the feedback uh, after the keynote presentation I had. And again, we're just going to talk a little bit about why it's so important for black fathers uh, to be raising our autistic children these days, man. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and remember to tell a friend or tell five friends about this week's episode. And this week, again, I am coming off a bundle of energy a really a natural high. I'm actually coming off the second annual conference of the Autism Black Conference, which was absolutely phenomenal. Now, again, and I'm not saying that because, you know, I'm an organizer of the conference, right? Like it was just a phenomenal experience. Last year when we did it the first time and we didn't know what to expect, of course, we had our, you know, some bugs and some jitters. Like, All right, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to do it as well the second time. And this time just really kind of knocked it out the park and confirmed that this is something that we need to do every single year. Like, in fact, as as I'm recording this, uh, my wife is actually still uh, in the middle of her conference. And I think she's about to get ready soon to pretty much do her uh, keynote ending as well. And that kind of leads to the topic of discussion today. Um, I was able to kind of wiggle my way in to give a keynote presentation on the topic of Black fathers raising autistic children. And of course, I want to make sure we kind of personalize this uh, as much as possible, right? For those who may not know, uh, my oldest daughter and my son is uh, is autistic. And my oldest daughter, Malia, is actually the origin of Autism in Black. It was going through her journey together and recognizing that if the position that we're in, as me being a physician, my wife being a therapist, if we found it hard, if we found it difficult, if we found the many hurdles that were in front of us uh, out there in our position, then there was no way uh, that we could just kind of sit idly by and not see how we can help uh, people behind us, right? And that was really the the, the motivating factor, right, to kind of start Autism in Black. So my uh, keynote presentation, again, I got the end, like I even got the end the first day, right? Like it was just absolutely amazing. Um, and I'm going to have Maria on the show to kind of give her recap as well, especially when she's able to kind of decompress and, you know, kind of re-energize from everything that's gone on this weekend. So um, 
my presentation was on the aspect of black fathers raising autistic children. Why? Because one thing I always like to do, right, or I like to personalize, you know, things that are happening around me, right? When I'm talking about high blood pressure, when I'm talking about diabetes, cholesterol, when I'm talking about these medical related diseases, I always want to know, well, you know, how does it affect the black community? So here I was, you know, as a parent and husband um, of, uh, um, you know, my wife's autistic, my, my children are autistic. I wanted to see what was the perspective of the black fathers, understanding that in general, um, black fathers raising children isn't a very well-versed, well-researched topic. So I say, you know what, like if, if in general, it's not that well-searched or it's not that well-versed, or more importantly, um, there's a lot of negative stigma associated with it. I can only imagine what I would find or more importantly, not find uh, when uh, looking at the topic of raising autistic children. And of course, it did not disappoint me. Like the, the research studies uh, were far and few between. And, and I remember it kind of brought me back to when I first I uh, received uh, my daughter's diagnosis and realized that there was not that much uh, information out there for me to kind of peruse and kind of go by. And I was almost having to deal with going by what was considered kind of the standard uh, level of terminology, which uh, unfortunately, or just uh, information out there, which unfortunately I would find out that unfortunately does not really fit the criteria, especially for people in the black community uh, with autism, right? It just, it just not well, it just does not fit well. The prototype for what was out there research-wise was not the prototype for my community. Sorry to break your concentration. I know you're probably knee deep into today's episode, but do not forget, check out our Lunch and Learn community store, shop.drbarrypierre.com. Remember to use the code EMPOWER10 and make sure you are leaving us a five-star review, especially on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you. Now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. So going through these, again, seven plus, seven plus years or so, um, you know, working, you know, alongside Maria, behind Maria, in the shadows, um, it's always been very interesting to me to kind of see not only the progression of Maria, but progression of uh, my children as well. Uh, but I, I didn't even realize it until I had to do the keynote, like just watching what my progression was. And when I started doing the research, and I'll actually include um, her, her research data uh, in uh, the show notes. But I started doing my research uh, on just what, like, who was looking at Black fathers raising autistic children. I realized it wasn't many people. Um, the research was very few and far between. And then in doing so, realized that, like, all right, yeah, I I need to do more. Like, yes, I can be the number one cheerleader. I can support, support, support. But I have to do more and 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 put myself out there. And when I tell you the wonderful reception that the presentation got. Um, I was, I was, we were actually chatting uh, with someone. Um, I don't want to put his name out there. Cause I don't know if you want his name out there, um, but just chatting through like, cause he was a part of the um, attendees who invited. In fact, I think his wife, um, you know, bought the ticket, but I guess once they saw that I was speaking and what I was speaking on, they're like, Oh no, nah, I need you to watch uh, this video as well. Uh, this presentation as well. And he was just so energized and saying like, all right, we need to do more. How can we get together? And that was the energy that I wanted to experience because I remember kind of growing through this transition and understanding that this community is big, but unfortunately, because, you know, 
it's so few and far between or we're not putting ourselves out there, no one seems to know. And I think that's one thing that we've experienced, especially over these past two years, that like the, the Black autistic community is amazing and they're huge and uh, everyone wants to help everyone out there, but we've been so kind of dispersed and put out together that you wouldn't even know um, how together we can be. And like, I'm gonna, I've, I, I already told him that, and you know me, I like to speak things uh, in existence, right? I already told him that the next year's conference, uh, we definitely, definitely will have a panel just on black fathers and their experience because it was so moving because obviously, especially with the crowd that my wife caters to is primarily women, right? I'd probably say, and again, which again, not surprising, right? It's primarily women. Um, but you could tell and you can I could hear in their stories like, man, like my, my husband, I wish my husband was, um, you know, uh, with me as as close as you are. Like, I wish my husband did this or like, why doesn't my husband, um, um, you know, want to do more? Like, why doesn't uh, my child's father want to be involved more? And really hearing the perspective from me uh, was very eye opening. Right. And I, and I told people like we already know, especially when we talk about just men. Right. We're very hard to open up. One of the one of the things that we one of the things that we know that we're very hard to open up. I've said here on the past podcast that like two reasons why men would typically come see me in their office is that they had a family member who essentially dragged them there, or there was some like sexual dysfunction related issue that they needed to get taken care of. Those were like the top two reasons that they they came to see me in the office. So when I talk about some of the reasons why men are typically, especially black fathers, are more distance distant in raising uh, their children and having that connection with their spouse, uh, including depression, including feeling guilty, including, and more importantly, my, my presentation was titled Seeing Through the Clouds, this, this inability to kind of see what lies ahead for their child. And because of that fear of not knowing that, you know what, they put their kind of wall between and say like, all right, I'll, I'll just be over here and you kind of do what you do, which typically, unfortunately, burdens the spouse. And it was, again, it was just, just phenomenal to see just the energy um, after that presentation and, you know, with, with the community uh, um, uh, conference that we, we built, like, just people asking questions afterwards, people going to the discussion board, asking questions, right? It was just absolutely phenomenal experience. Um, you know, to embark in. So I wanted to, again, and then, and obviously I've kind of touched on this kind of sporadically throughout the podcast or throughout the Medicine Mondays, just, you know, you know, my, my, my onus of, you know, you know, the position that I'm in as, as a physician who not only just takes care of people, but right, obviously as, as a father um, with autistic children, right. And making sure uh, that we kind of wave the flag and we yell out loud and, um, so other people who look like me can say, hey, like, look how hype Dr. Barry is when he talks about his daughter, who, his, his autistic daughter, right? Look how hype he is, right, when he talks about his autistic son, right? Look how hype, just so that any barriers, any fears, any, like, uh, uh, trepidation could be broken. Like, and I'm just so excited really to see what's to come of this. Right. And again, I put I put this challenge out there and I, re I record it. Right. So I, people can hold me accountable. Um, I already said that, again, we are going to be having a a, a a black father's panel uh, on the conference next year. Right. We're going to be having 
uh, support groups and building uh, just community of just black fathers, right? Like we can be selfish, right? Shout out to us, right? Like we're going to be selfish and making sure that we're assessing our needs, our concerns, having the discussions that we need to have uh, moving forward. And, and as I was, and this year we were amazingly fortunate enough not only to have a panel of autistic individuals, but also a panel of parents raising autistic individuals, right? And being able to kind of see uh, the, their point of views and be able to kind of see their issues, their concerns, um, hear their stories, right? Listen and watch, you know, again, it was very emotional. Some people were crying, right? And and seeing that emotion, but they they knew that they were able to cry because the safe space that we built, right? It was just a phenomenal feat. Like I said, I'm not going to tell too much because again, when we get Maria on the podcast, we'll definitely, um, you know, pick her brain on what she thought from her perspective. But I just I just love the energy, and, and again, I just want, and that's why I wanted to make sure I titled it, you know, Black Father Raising Autistic Children, right? Because I want it to be known. I want it to, it's not, it does not need to be a secret, right? There does not need to be any shame. There's not, there does not need to be any guilt. Um, you know, life is still good, right? Like it, there's, and in fact, especially when, you know, I saw one of the studies, right? And, I, and I'll, I'll talk about it. I saw one of the studies it's in the, in the um, description where they talked about how black fathers not only felt higher stress, both physically and emotionally, but they actually felt less life satisfaction because they uh, they had an autistic child, right? Like, and that just kind of broke my heart because I couldn't, I can't understand, I couldn't understand like me being less satisfied with life because my child happened to be autistic, right? It was, it just blew me away. But again, it, it, it still, again, let me know like, all right, yeah, these are definitely thoughts that people are having to this day. And they can have them, right? Because they don't have an outlet to go to and say, man, like, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's rough. It's, it's hurting. I'm sad. Like they, they don't have that outlet. So we're going to make sure, especially with autism and black, um, we're going to make sure that, you know, we, we continue to open up, continue to allow uh, communities in, in that ilk to kind of evolve um, fr from that sphere. Cause I, I think, like especially after this conference and after that presentation and seeing uh, just the amazing feedback, I know, and I think I know it's what needed really for us to kind of get to, you know, uh, greater pastures, right? Especially as black men raising autistic children. So again, this is not a very long, um, not a long episode this week, right? Because I'm again, I'm still kind of going off the the natural high of the conference. In fact, like as I speak, I'm, I'm going to get ready to be moderating another um, session. But I just wanted to drop this episode while I had a quick amount of time uh, during the session. So again, y'all continue to be blessed. I want to thank everyone who was a participant. Uh, the speakers are phenomenal. I want to thank everyone who attended the conference. I want to thank everyone who shared. Uh, you know, the video or an ad when they saw uh, people mentioning a conference or when they would say, hey, like, I think this conference is for you. Like, I want to thank everyone because this is a journey that that just doesn't start with just two people uh, in the comfort of their home, right? This is a journey that starts here, but kind of goes worldwide. So you guys be blessed. Have a great day. And I'm gonna see you guys next week. Thank you for getting to the end of the episode. I am yours truly, Dr. Barry Pierre, favorite 
board certified internist. Like always, remember to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a five-star review, and more importantly, share this to at least two of the five of your friends and family members that you know that could be empowered with the words that you heard today. Again, so appreciative of all you guys' support. See you guys next week.